0: You are now about the witness. Wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Jumpers proudly presents. The People's Choice. Don Rodriguez. The Big Guy. KG. They are. The Wrestle Maniacs. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To another Saturday night edition of the WrestleManiacs, sponsored by Anchor FM and presented by the Sideline Junkies. So, hey, Don, take it away.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. As KG just said, welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Welcome to the mothership. You just heard from the man of the hour, the tower of power. KG, as always, I am the people's choice. Your choice, the Don Rock For all that is smart Markdom and this week Royal Rumble week We have a special guest Maus, the Ken to my Ryu Mr. Flash kick himself Kate Brown, say what's up to the people Brother Come on, y'all. So We do our normal Saturday thing And this happens to be the Saturday Of NXT TakeOver Phoenix, what I'm calling The Night of High Flyers And also, unfortunately, and I'm shedding a tear, as Ric Flair would say, with a tear in my eye, the night of broken streaks. We'll get to the broken streaks in a second, but I'm still tearing up based off of one particular match that involves the EST of NXT. (sighs) I was, man, my kids was high off the hog on this one. It really upset me. Uh, as we get ready to jump into what happened on NXT TakeOver Phoenix was uh, during a pre-show. They were really going hard and downing Bianca Belair, especially saying that she wasn't really ready to be champion. So I'm like, maybe they're doing a, the old-fashioned drop them down build-up, and then they won a the belt. And when she didn't win a belt, I was like, you son of a guns. I wouldn't have booked it that way. But, you know... It is what it is. But speaking of good damn booking, we started the show with the War Raiders versus the crew of crews down at NXT, the Undisputed Era for the NXT tag titles and Undisputed Era being represented by Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And, Kay, tell me what you thought uh, of this match, man. I was not expecting the War Raiders to be remotely as exciting. But damn. (laughs) <laughs> he surprised
2: me. All right, so this is, uh, to me, I'm going to be honest. This was my first ever watching of a TakeOver event. And um, it blew my mind. It really did. I um, I looked at that match, and I, you know, I had no... I, I went in blind, so I didn't know, you know, who had real momentum in NXT at the time. Uh, but to, 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 to see the bigger one, I don't know the name, but that dude was, he, he was insanely athletic. It, it just looked insane watching him jump all over the place. But, um,
1: yeah, that was Roe.
2: Yeah. 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 And yeah. <laughs> watching him do the, the springboard. The, 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 <laughs> I, was, I was just like, wait a minute. How, how? I was like, all right, well, um, but but um, really impressive, and 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 the way that they um, it's kind of like the Dudleys because you know how like the Dudleys didn't have a whole lot of like muscles. Yep, they was pretty much like you know, we not the we we we're we're not that you know you know Sid vicious wrestling prototype, but you know we're still able to put on a show, and they just they put on one hell of a show. Well, both teams did. They put on one hell of a show.
1: I agree. And I, I like I said I wasn't, you know, the biggest mark for the war raiders at the time, but I'd be gosh darn if they didn't win me over. Just in the athleticism. And it's amazing to see you talking about Sid Vicious and and what's justice and, and a lot yeah. of those old uh, WWF slash NWA superstars where it was really built off of the catches, catchcan catch can and, and Matt wrestling and and there wasn't a lot of hot flyers unless you were Mexican. Yeah, And now you've got 300-pound, 250-pound super heavyweights doing handstand cartwheel clotheslines and and coming up the top rope and suicide dives. And it's like, what the heck is happening here in NXT? And why can't they take all of that and shift that to Raw and SmackDown and just spread the wealth? But I know KG has some thoughts on that because we've been talking about that. For what the last half a year, almost.
0: (laughs) Like, but man, uh, did you get a chance to catch that one, K? No, I. I I was on my old man, granddad stuff on on baby duty and trying to take a nap. A little under the weather, but I ain't gonna let it show.
1: Yeah, I just had to get that out there because I wanted the whole entire world to hear him talk about being an old man. So when it comes down to later on in the show. For us to do our Royal Rumble picks He's going to go back to next week Saying well you know grandpa was tired And I didn't really think this through And I'd be like well you know I was going to win anyway
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Steve, oh no. Hold on hold on hold on hold on You know what oh, no. We're we, we, we not about to do this The oh, last are you two pay-per-views the, the, la- the last two pay-per-views If I remember correctly we were neck and neck in uh pay-per-view before last. I won. Because you had to eat a little that. bit of crow. I don't recall that.
1: I didn't. The pie never came. I never saw any box that was sent by Humble.
2: Mm. So,
1: I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of rumble to be decided upon. So, it's a new year. New me. New show. It's a new, new guest. Day, yes, it is. That's right. So... <laughs> We're going to start over fresh But come Monday Oh Twitter's going to be lit up With a bunch of I told you so So that was the first match Unbelievable Set the tone in my opinion for the entire show And I, I, I honestly thought I mean I expected some great stuff From Undisputed Era Because they're, they're great at putting people over As well as getting their spots in Like I said the War Raiders did a great job But then we rolled from that Into the original bro The new guy that runs around with no shoes, Matt Riddle, versus Chris Hero or Cassius Ono. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe this match is going to drop down and not be as heavy or or continue the momentum uh, for the show. But, man, these two guys put on a clinic from Riddle, showing his power. You know, Ono... Really, he pulled an oh no! I think he really did hit Riddle with a reverse elbow and and dazed him. Uh, Riddle with a, a muscle German suplex on all 280 plus pounds of Cassius Ono. Oh ono oh toe biting somebody. And, you know, Riddle just pretty much UFC style beating down Ono oh for the, the champion, well, for the win. Uh, I would have given him a championship at that point, the way, he, I mean, Cassius Ono oh tapped out from getting his butt whipped. <laughs> and that doesn't happen that often in professional wrestling or sports entertainment so it those guys really put their hearts in the ring as well what do you think kay uh
2: you know what i um <laughs> i kept harking back um there was a match in ufc and um now i can't i can't think of the guy's name but um you know he was barefoot um, and he went and, uh, you know, tried to kick a guy and the guy checked his leg and he broke his leg just by swinging.
1: Oh, you, you're talking about Anderson and of silver. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So, so every time I saw him try to kick this dude, I, I cringed because I was like, I was like, man, why, why don't you have shoes on? Why don't you have boots on? And 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 as I as I saw him, you know, and then they you know talked about his um, MMA background and everything. I mean, he looks the part, you know. But I think it comes. To, it, it just shows you that um, this, the transitions, even since Ken Shamrock, have been so seamless. Where you take a guy that's been in MMA, um, I was looking this morning. I didn't even notice, but. Um, Jack Swagger is in MMA now, mm-hmm. and and it's just weird how. And he talked about he talked about Lesnar and CM Punk. You know, can't they're afraid to get hit in the face? And you know, but it's just interesting that um, someone that talented in the octagon, or even maybe not as talented, can take their talents over to professional wrestling and and do such an excellent job because. You know, they're they're used to the they're used to the you know the grind. So um I thought that um I thought that the OG or the <laughs> I thought he was good. I thought he was good. I thought that um I thought that the first match, I thought the tag match was still better, but I did, I thought that that match was good for what it was.
1: Yeah, I agree. At first I was not a fan of Matt Riddle because he was using a bro thing and to me that Zach Ryder's gimmick. So mm-hmm. like you you're taking It away from Zach. And we already know it's hard enough for Zach Ryder to get on television, let alone be able to maintain his broski thing. And now somebody else is the original So how are you going to be an original bro? And the original bro is the internet champion that has never lost. So how's that working out? But Riddle really did carve in his thing. But I do question the deal. I know it's his gimmick, and that's how he's coming out, the surfer kid with no shoes. But Rusev did the same thing until he got injured and he put some shoes on
2: quick. Yeah, that was like, a wow, I forgot about <laughs> that. Yeah, because <laughs> he came in with no shoes on. I'm like, all right, well. Yeah,
1: Machka, and then Machka got his foot hurt. It was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. oh, well, what, what are those things again? Yeah, let me go ahead and get that uh, rubber sole. I'm going to need that real quick for Raw. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um like I said, it, it was a great match. Uh, it, it was, they hit hard, and it, it yeah. reminded me of some great, you know, old school, you know, they were they were potatoing and throwing some receipts. And it, it was believable. And both guys came out looking really good.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that made me feel really good about the next match, because I knew it was going to be a clinic. And uh, I can't wait to hear you actually give your account of your first experience of the man without bounds ricochet. As oh we had <laughs> Mr. Wrestling, Johnny Gargano versus. Ricochet for the North American Championship, and I'm not even going to start talking about it. You, you just go ahead, K, and then right. uh, KG, if you, if you caught it, tell me uh, what, what you thought about that Let's match. Man.
2: So, all right, so this match had me to the point where I had to go on Wikipedia, and Wikipedia, this dude, um, oh, shoot,
0: <laughs> I guess the guys in the truck didn't get paid enough this week. Because, (laughs) oh man Don, did you send that check to the guys In the truck? No man K-Bro, I want you to
1: uh, Get introduced to the people that Manage the truck Sometimes, as we like (laughs) to believe They are under the payroll Of the WWE, we say stuff On here that maybe Vince May not like, and they push That old school button like you would see in the NWO Where they show up in a truck And then (laughs) shut that mess down Oh so, no! <laughs> apparently, Johnny Gargano may know somebody in that truck because he was about to sell. the uh just, just expound upon the praises of Ricochet, and they shut you the hell down. So, yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> go that's ahead the and, side. Uh, All
1: right, well, hold on. In, squeak in your Ricochet. All
2: right, yeah, real quick. So, um, you
1: I said mean, you, go- you were googling them.
2: Yeah, I was googling them, and and I tell you, man, you talk about. I, all right. So, you know, we look at people like Neville. And then we look at we look at people like Neville. And then we look at folks like um, Rob Van Dam, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, uh, Jeff Hardy. You look at all of these, like, um, people who, you know, we we look to. Even uh, Superfly Snooker, we look to as, you know, they're going to go on the top rope and they're going to do something insane. This guy... This guy was insane. I mean, he—he. He, a lot of the things. It wasn't really the high flying connects that really got to me. It was the ones where he landed on his feet. Mm-hmm. Like you saw, like uh, uh, he was um, uh, I keep forgetting the other dude's name, but Johnny Gargano. Um, yeah, Gargano. So. He did some sort of a try to do some sort of a um, Hurricane Rana off the top rope on Ricochet, and Ricochet landed on his feet mm-hmm. like a cat. And it, it's just it's amazing, you know. Like I said, I looked through his history. I didn't know he was in New Japan. I didn't know like he he's very traveled. And to see this dude lose the match, okay, like. It was the first it was the first NXT NXT character that I was kind of invested in just by, you know, just watching his in-ring presence, watching how he was just able to, you know, work the ring, how he was able to just fly all over the place and how he had power to go with it. Because it's real rare to see a guy, you know do a lot of the more so powerful, you know, moves and move around in the ring and leap all over the place. So he, he, he's very well-rounded, but it's, it's just interesting to me how they have somebody that's special still down there. Like, he, he's special.
1: I agree. And you have to thank Triple H for really fighting hard. It took trips at least a minimum of four years or more to get Ricochet over to the WWE umbrella because he's Mm -hmm. had an eye on this man for a long time. And Ricochet is still young. His career is still in front of him. And if he's at this level now, my God, imagine, you know, he's going to replace the Kofi's. He's going to replace Rey Mysterio's and I'll even throw – uh, Andrade C and Almas And a lot of these current high flyers Jeff Hardy He's going to be that guy That is going to keep high flying Going for the next 10 to 20 years yep. And he also may get called up this weekend So <laughs> yes. uh, There's a lot of politics going on right now Is they're, they're Trying to really bridge this gap And bring people up And we'll get into the Royal Rumble Very soon But there is uh, quite a few mysterious people That have not been announced that could pop into the rumble or show up at WrestleMania or show up at the superstar shakeup or the Monday after raw. It's just a lot of things and a lot of pieces being put together, mm-hmm. male and female. Um, but I know KG,
0: you're a fan of Ricochet as well. Yeah. And I'm watching the highlights and just the mood, the story that was told in this match was just amazing. Um <laughs> The simple fact that Gargano tried to hit a a a suicide dive and he catches him. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like I thought not a soul in this world had a better suicide dive than uh, Finn Balor. (laughs) But I'm 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 learning a few new moves here. I think my sons are gonna be a little upset with me come this week because I got a few new moves I want them to try. Oh Lord! But these experiments.
1: Just make sure they get signed to MCW, please.
0: I'm trying to. <laughs> but, I, like you said, I, it, you wonder why some of these guys haven't been called up yet. But the thing is, the problem that we have is the roster is so full on both sides with so much up and coming talent. And the, the, that's the best part about it. It's not older talent that's holding the young stars down, it's so much up and coming talent that's waiting for that next push. You can't just keep infusing talent and then nobody's getting a push. But I think it's a good problem to have because yeah. we, we've been talking about it for quite some time. That third show was needed. And I mean, that third televised show. Yeah. So, and that will come in very, very handy with the amount of talent that you have. Cotton, don't do it the way ECW was done. Because if you remember when you had Raw on Monday, ECW on Tuesday, ECW was like a house show. It was just the production value was horrible.
1: Yeah. And it was you like, it was you buried. You can't do ECW si- ECW size
0: in a large arena. Right. It, you know, it just didn't work. But, but I,
1: I, I agree with that.
0: It was, the show was buried. Don't bury the show. Make it an, an, a show that can stay in shoulder to shoulder with SmackDown and Raw. And I, I swear, all uh, that uh, talent... time. <laughs> by Ring of
1: Honor. By Ring of Honor.
0: Or TNA. Well, well, TNA is on its way mm-hmm. out, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, that's a check. But another thing they could
1: do is they could make it neutral territory in NXT. And and by that, I mean actually have current uh, superstars on a main roster, which I even wouldn't even call it main roster anymore. Everybody's on a daggone main roster. But you have, you know, Rusev come down and, and work a program on NXT for a couple months. And it's not a step down. It's Rusev just on NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you you send, you know, Gargano up. Because as much as we talked about Ricochet, Johnny Wrestling put in work. And one thing that, yeah. Corey, hopefully you caught this, the facial expressions of Johnny Gargano are the best in professional wrestling. I agree.
2: <laughs> when, he like, when he was like, I won,
1: yeah, and then he did that
2: insane DDT. I was like, yeah.
1: I mean, he makes you believe that he's dying. You know, if you yeah. could go back and watch, uh, was it a couple NXT takeovers ago? Well, the first match between him and Tommaso Ciampa. I have to send that link to you. But I mean, his, both, both of his lips were bust open. He was bleeding. Uh, he could barely talk. He could barely move. And they were beating the hell out of each mm. other. And that match, it was on a level of Rey Mysterio. Versus um, Eddie Guerrero at Halloween Havoc. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's, everything on that's the line. yeah, uh, that,
2: that's one thing man. I do want to ask. As you know, like I, I, you know, I enjoy wrestling to its core, and I tell you, you know, I look at a lot that's going on in New Japan, and I look at NXT, and I don't see the difference. It's like, it's like, it's like running knee central. Can you sell a knee? Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you sell it this way? Okay, good. How about this? Can you sell it? Yeah. Like, like the knees that these people are getting hit with, even, even the big dude in the first tag team match, he did a knee and it it just looked, (laughs) it, it, it looks so real.
1: Mm-hmm. it's the new normal
2: it's the new normal
1: and they're, they're pulling it off in a way and you definitely saw it in, uh, later on in the show with uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Alistair Black <laughs> Yeah, they are doing such a great job even though we talk about kayfabe all the time but the, the in ring movement kayfabe is done in such a way and WWE has perfected the production of uh, of uh catching it with the camera in the way that you don't see what's really happening. It's yeah. the best sleight of knee for lack of a better term that, that ever is. And all you hear is the, the pop and you see the after effect and you're yeah. like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah. But at the same time, you do have to balance it with the actual wrestling part, which Gargano did start off with. So you didn't have all the high flying and the knees and the flips and all that Gargano, Pretty much put on a wrestling clinic in the beginning with Ricochet and rolled him all around that ring at a level to where it's like almost I'd put Gargano against Lesnar and they could have a phenomenal match. Oh. But Suplex City will interfere with that and Gargano will be dead. But I would love to see the look on Gargano's face after the 15 suplex. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that dude will think he's uh, about to wrestle Beth Phoenix. That's how bad it will look. <laughs> But phenomenal match between those two guys. That was one of my picks because I didn't have one match of the night. I, I couldn't because every time it just kept getting better and better and better. And then I mentioned it. My girl, Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler, the queen of spades, had one hell of a match that. I am not happy with the ending. KG, did you catch that match? I don't even want to talk about it. That's how bad I am. No. I'm so mad unless what I hope happens, happens, which is there's a phone call and somebody transfers up into this Rumble. But
0: I don't know. The disappointment in your voice lets me know. I was hurt, man.
1: It was so many times. God, but to their credit, that is how you're supposed to feel after a match where they have pulled you at their heartstrings and you've gone back and forth and you have the, the excitement of it's about to happen and then you have the drop that it didn't happen and the excitement that it did not it's about to happen, you know, those couple times that she got up while she was in uh, the Kirifuna Clutch and then she fell back down It's like, oh, but she's getting up this third time all she's got to do is flip her over and then just catch her on her shoulders, one, two, three she's not going to break the, the, the choke, so there's your win and it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, we even had the, the the interference from Jessamyn Duke and uh Marina, but it didn't matter. Um it was it just came down to an old fashioned choke out. Yeah. Great story. The hair whip from hell was amazing. <laughs> I, that's because what I want it, that's, that's what I
2: wanna to touch on. Yeah, I wanna to touch on that. I wasn't really, you know. I loved the match. It Was a great match. I wanted to know what was said after the match in the locker room, like, <laughs> like, like. Did she come up to him and be like, "Look, I am so sorry that like she whipped her so hard that she had a cut."
1: <laughs> I was like, "God damn!" Like all, like all I heard was Ric Flair say, "Woo!" Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs>
2: that that I was like, man, the conversation. Yeah, they gonna have to hug after that. Like, like there, there has to be tears. That has to be like an honest apology. Like, look, I, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Cause yeah, that, that was a whip.
1: That was. And Baszler, she didn't. She wasn't selling it. That hurt. Yeah, that hurt me. That, that hurt me. <laughs> I know it hurt her. And for that to be the one hair shot, mm. she put it in. It's like, mm. man. Like I said, there were some potatoes that were thrown. There's a receipt. Coming at some point to Bianca Belair from Shayna Baszler, but yeah, man, girl. whoo! I was, you know, Shayna's a, a great heel, and we talked about in, uh previous shows how it would be great for Shayna versus Rhonda or Rhonda to take uh Shayna, Marina, and Jessamine and do their MMA for horsewomen versus. The WWE or sports entertainment for women and have that angle, but man, I mean it was a great match, but I'm not happy. It's well mostly because they buried her so hard. Like they were saying, well, more so, Sam was saying, "Hey, she's not even in bezos league. She doesn't deserve to be at a title match. She is just horrible." It's like God, I'm ready to just go through and just punch this dude in the mouth. That's that's how hard he was coming down on her for her to lose the match. It's it's like, man, you know, nobody better not have scripted that and put that in his ear because so we're gonna have some problem. I'll call Al she, on that one. She, she looks, looks ready. <laughs> she looks ready. Yeah, she's she she's a total in my opinion, she's a total package on the same level of um uh Velveteen Dream. And I was telling K G in the last show that it would be great to see her help out Naomi against Sonya Deville Ooh. and Mandy Rose. And that would be just a phenomenal tag team match right there, and you know it's like you got the big booty shot, and then you got a whip from your hair. Yeah, it, like, it is. That's the one-two punch right there. Oh. That, that, wow! And you better not get cut. <laughs> so after that, we had the, uh, the the last match of the night, which uh, had crazy Tommaso Ciampa mm-hmm. against Alistair Black, and just a a, a, a clinic. Of large, big man, limber, high flying, Alistair at his norm, versus psychotic, just 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 chaotic and, and and his methodology of Tommaso Ciampa, and just a look in his face, he looks like he is just crazy and he's gonna do anything. And those two guys just beat the crap out of each other. And like you said, all it was was knee here, you know, spin kick here, elbow, rush. I mean, <laughs> God dang man, it looked like. Um a throwback to uh oh gosh, Russ and Sickle. On oh, Nikita I totally brave fart. yeah, Nikita Koloff yeah. against you know Ric Flair or Nikita Koloff against Sting, where they were just fighting in the ring and that's all you had.
2: Yeah, I I'll say this. I remember a time. I remember like when we were kids, we were talking about how super kicks were sold and how you get super kicked and How, you know, not everybody can sell a super kick, you know, and I always wondered if it's if it's if it takes a special person to sell a super kick, there's no way you can roundhouse kick a person and it look right. Something has to stop. Nope, nothing has to stop. I've never seen a guy do a roundhouse kick in full speed and the other guy sells it. Just like um just like this guy sold it,, oh, and, yeah. and first of all, I never thought a roundhouse kick would be a finisher anywhere for the reason of how do you sell it how do mm-hmm. you stop how do you make it so that it doesn't hurt that has to hurt it it <laughs> yeah. like like you're not like if i'm a if I'm a celebrity coming to Monday Night Raw. I'm not selling a roundhouse kick. Put me in a figure four. <laughs> hey,
1: uh-huh. at least you' honest right there. <laughs> like, yeah. So you want me to do what roundhouse? No. Don't yeah. No.
2: Nah, no. I'm good. I'm good.
1: Can I can I go through a table, please? Right. Uh,
2: yeah. Put me through a table. Put me through. Put me through glass. You know. Yeah. God, I don't want to like
1: kicking my head yeah, off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree with that because I mean, Alistair's kick—that's like. Equivocated to the bro kick by Sheamus. I'm still trying to see, like, where is he pulling it at? Because the average person, if they try to pull it, you are going to pull a muscle. Well, at least that that foot's in front of you. At least the foot's in
2: front of you. No, this? Mm -mm. You can't, like, he's swinging
1: his. And that's a big leg, too.
2: Yeah, and you're going to put your face there, and you need to determine. As soon as he touches your face, when am I going to sell it? He has to be hitting them.
0: Yeah. Well, as Shane, if, if he was getting them, he took a whole boot to the side of the face. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's,
1: I mean, again, that's why they're, they're so stringent and why Alexa Bliss has been out for a bit. Why there was a little bit of heat on Nia Jax with the the Becky Lynch situation. Um, I mean, they're at the level, in my opinion, NFL or (laughs) XFL hits uh, and and wellness policy when it comes down to concussions because they're pushing the envelope so much further than it used to be. And they were hitting hard back then, but now you have, they were just hitting each other. Now they're spinning and, and, like you said, blindly connecting in a way that. The only way it could be described, and if you read Ric Flair's book or hear him talk about his interviews, he was doing punches on a, a piece of thread that he had taped in a doorway. And he had to do thousands upon thousands daily of punches thrown until the thread did not move at all. Oh. And that is how he's able to, well, outside of knife-edge chops, but to throw a punch. Same thing with Bret Hart. If you look at his form, he could throw a punch and you see full inertia coming and then if it was uh, an anime, you would see a blast come out because he stops. And then there's that moment right there that you wouldn't believe he didn't make contact because it looks like he just knocked the hell out of somebody. And, again, that's the professional or uh, of the pro wrestler. It's, it's amazing what, what's happening in these schools and how they're teaching these kids.
2: Yeah, well, for the record, Bubba Ray W.E. can pop on me through a table. I'm not getting roundhouse kicked by Alistair Black.
1: Shoot, you powerbomb me through a table, through Mae Young and Fabulous Movers' corpses, <laughs> <laughs> into a, a trash dumpster that is set on fire.
2: Yeah, for real.
1: But as you can tell, uh, Baoz K. Brown definitely is a mark for wrestling. So we're going to ask him a couple quick questions before we go to our first official segment of the Sideline Junkies WrestleMania podcast on Saturdays on a mothership on anchor. Um, so, Oos, who's, who's your favorite men's wrestler?
2: Oh, that's easy. Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels.
1: Good old HB Shizzle, who's going to be yeah. on the WrestleMania um, uh, panel in the beginning. So, if you want to, hopefully, he wears the suit or, or sports jacket he was talking about. We'll see exactly what Hattie's wearing and all that fun stuff. And to go with that, on uh, the opposite side of the coin, who is your favorite female right
2: uh, that was tough. I'm i I'm gonna have to pick two.
1: <laughs> All right, I would go. Hopefully, with, you say Nia Jax. No, nah, I can't, man. I would go. <laughs> I would, <laughs>
2: I would go with Mickey James. I like that, Mickey James and Lita. Ooh, and the only okay. reason why I go with Lita is because. She was she was really, you know, opening that envelope of leaping off the top rope, not caring about her body, you know. So she kind of brought a lot of that in to the point where I mean there's some girls that do it now, but not a lot can do it like her. But um uh, Mickey James,
1: I just love Mickey James. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, my friend. <laughs> Even when she was Alexis Larie. Yes, sir. Oh what, no, that, what, now we what, got what? two two crushes going on. Nia is Nia's cool, KG. nice cool. Oh, oh okay. I, like her <laughs> too.
0: I won't be doing no Nia Bashing here. <laughs> no Nia bashing, no Nia Bashing. All right,
1: so uh last quick fire round question for you, oos. What is your favorite match of all time? Oh that's it's even
2: easy. easier. Uh Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man
1: match ninety six. Hey, amen to that. Amen to that. The the standard bearer of Iron Man and even Iron Woman matches at Epics uh, that is still
2: the, the back to that one point, how did that dude sitting down catch that super kick in that match? <laughs> so it's like man, Oh, he it, felt that. Right, right. So if if but if Vince is saying, All right, I need you to sell this, and he's like, Okay, I'm still trying to figure out how you sell a roundhouse kick. But.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I would take Shawn Michaels super kicks. So would because I. HBK is yeah. a hit as hard as Alister Black.
2: Right, <laughs> right. Well, oh, well, well. My love for HBK. He can super kick me as hard as he want.
1: I'd be mean, happy. About it.
2: But, but that that uh Alister Black man. That that kick. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Black mass mm-hmm. is a kick to your ass. That's yeah, what so that. is. <laughs> so, definitely welcome Moose to uh, the show. And now we're going to go into, like I said, the official format, which is going around the universe. We've covered the most recent, which is NXT TakeOver Phoenix, but we cannot leave out the go-home shows for the second most important pay-per-view that really what they like to say begins the road to WrestleMania. But the way it's been looking, the road to WrestleMania really started two months ago when they announced the change and the new feel for the WWE in a direction. But we're going to start with Raw. It was actual uh, MLK Day. They were coming from OKC and getting us prepped and ready for the 32nd Royal Rumble at Chase Field. And how better do you start it than with the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar, coming out? And Paul Heyman does what he does best the Monday or the Tuesday, depending on what show, before the event happens. He sells it in such a way that you only care about one match. And that's how the hell... Brock is going to beat the crap out of somebody. And the take on it this time was believing in Finn Balor, even to the point where Paul believes in Finn Balor, that Finn Balor believes in Finn Balor, that Finn believes he's going to possibly beat Brock Lesnar until he gets beat ten by Brock Lesnar yeah. and becomes a believer in Brock Lesnar. So there's a lot of believing going on. But, and that yeah, promo, somebody but, getting and taken Paul. to church Yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh <Old> my brother <laughs> <to> Testify <laughs> Oh man But uh, that was a lot going on I mean like I said Heyman did his thing Then the almighty Vince came out Once again put down Finn Even though Finn earned his spot Which led to Braun Strowman coming out Who actually had a better Promo opportunity this time So he did a good job but then that led to Finn Balor coming out, which Finn Balor st- stuck his case. And then we had Braun versus Finn, what I call a great performance from Finn Balor and Braun Strowman. Because Balor is getting close to that level of a Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. of you know some of the other superstars that are able to make somebody look great and make a big man look big but limber and agile and Braun was actually able to play off of Finn really well to the point to where it told a great story. I was happy to see that it, it wasn't a diminishment of quickly a Braun Strowman. We were like, oh, Finn Balor just beat him. And then, okay, that's making him bigger in life to beat uh, Brock Lesnar. So I thought it would worked out really good.
2: Actually, I got two questions on that. Um, one thing that I do want to say – is Brock still fighting Cormier?
1: Allegedly. And we've been talking about this the past couple weeks. I think it is still a smart investment to have Brock go into that match with the championship. With both titles.
2: Okay. Oh, with the, yeah.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. the what, what's on the table is the WWE and their Fox deal starting very soon for SmackDown Live. So to have that catapult and get the buys in and really draw in the Fox audience because that's going to be replayed on US, I mean on Fox uh, and all the highlights and everything. It, they just build upon that and everybody makes money versus Brock going in, winning a belt, and then coming back to WWE because then Vince makes all the money.
2: Uh, all right. And so my next question is, was I the only one? watching when finn balor when lesnar and finn balor finally confronted i was kind of worried i kind of had a flashback when lesnar fought uh it was it zach gaffner zach
1: oh, <laughs> uh, oh not the one-legged guy yeah 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 <laughs> zach... <laughs> so, <laughs> so man, that, that's not funny no it's not who booked that for real
2: right do you remember when brock they they put him in a str- in a gurney. They put him in like a stretcher, right? No. And then they picked him up in the stretcher and they threw him against the anyway. Uh, against so, the post. Yeah, that I was wrong. So that was blatantly wrong. But my my
1: Zach Goward, I believe. Yeah.
0: It
2: my 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 hope, my honest my honest hope is that if they're going to have Lesnar keep the belt, okay, fine. If it's because of him fighting Cormier, that's fine too. Because there's no... I haven't heard any traction in regards to that. But I want to see more carnage between Lesnar and Strowman. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, uh, if you give Finn the belt because of a Strowman run-in and then let Strowman and Lesnar duke it out at Mania and it still be a big match, I think that that would, you know, bring the belt back and make it to where, you know, it means something again, because even though I like Lesnar, you know, this whole part time thing and him just showing up and, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's very well documented that people are just tired of it. So is there a way to balance that? And if so, you know, maybe maybe they'll try to do it tomorrow.
1: Uh, it could be a way, and I'll let you chime on this in a second, KG, uh, but it would all have to rest upon the laurels of that being a Raw Elimination Chamber match. So Ooh. Strowman would come in, which would force the DQ, which would force Vince to to get pissed, and he'd go ahead on Raw, and he starts talking about, well, you know what? I'm tired of y'all, it's going to be a triple threat, and then out comes Drew McIntyre, then out comes Baron Corbin, And was that uh, Five people was that six And somebody else And then um, that that creates the Elimination Chamber for the championship And then you have Somebody come out but the last two Would be Braun versus Brock And they would battle it out And that's how you would have somebody win Brock Lesnar and you would Go (laughs) from there setting up because whoever Wins that really is going to be locked in For the road to Wrestlemania So
0: That's how I would do it, but uh, KG, what do you think? Uh, To be quite honest, I don't think... Well, let me start with this. I know you cringed very, very hard when Braun picked up a mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I was like, here we go. It's one of two
1: ways. Bad writing, or he's going to get it right.
0: And we didn't even get these hands. Yep. So, uh, but they they, they, they they, seem to try to bury Finn a little bit, like he can't beat Brock. And it's just going to be a squash match. And I'm just – I don't see him losing to Brock, put it that way. But I can't – I got to disagree with you guys on seeing another Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar battle because you didn't sell me the first time. It was, It was horrible the first time couple suplexes and it's over I, I, and i, I kind of feel that that's what they're going to try to give us again because you're going to try to make brock look like this unstoppable beast that he is but i mean geez he can't no sell everybody <laughs> he can do almost no sell
1: almost everybody almost and almost i know you got some news on Lars sullivan so that that also is going to be changing the game and and throwing things out of whack. So it, it's, it's a lot of and going on and then trying to balance out what's quote unquote now best for business and the WWE universe and what they want to see. But I think the demon is going to show up as well. Cause I think that all of this negativity is doing nothing but setting up the demon, which quote unquote would throw off Paul Heyman and his normalness and, and look worried, and he would sell that and Brock Lesnar looking confused. So that would, give that second gear to Finn Balor for the story. So I said, I wouldn't be opposed to Balor winning. However, I mean, clean win. But it, it all depends on what's happening with this UFC thing, like uh, yeah. Kay said. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But that was a, a great first segment into a couple commercial breaks worth of Braun versus Finn Balor. And then we had, which was an unexpected, great match. And an unexpected great promo from who's getting better and better, Leo Rush, where we had Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz in a pose off, which I thought was hilarious. But then the match was equally as good as well. So I, I was happy to see all of that uh, come out on top and Leo's interference and in the match was priceless. It made Apollo look like almost like a, a shorter black. Lex Luger going up oh. against a black, yeah, for real, a black Brock Lesnar. That, that's what it seemed like, you know. It was like I yeah, was just a really good match, and it it was old school, as if Leo Rush was a Bobby Heenan, you know. And, and that's what it reminded me of those those old matches where you know Bobby's being tossed around and he's all involved, and it just looked great. You
0: I, know I, what? I, I, I had to laugh at it because the first thing I thought is these two make a hell of a tag team. Yeah, I mean that's the first thing I thought of. But I I, I love the whole entire segment, really did. And I kind of feel that this is about to be the norm where Bobby and Apollo and maybe a handful of other people are actually gonna. Be on it, put up to that next level of challenging for the Intercontinental title because Drew McIntyre, Dane Ambrose, uh, Seth Rollins, they're gonna move up and challenge for that Universal title because Brock's gonna be out of the picture. I think this is setting up for something down the the line in the future.
2: Uh, I like to add a side note. Real talk, can we bring back the nation of domination?
0: We are the nation. (laughs) I would love that. That's a damn looked,
2: good idea. When I looked at Apollo Cruz and I looked at Lashley, I'm just like, what? Can we get, like, Kofi Kingston to leave the New Day and get another black person? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, so, some other black person. Can we get the nation back?
1: It's, it's possible. And it could be <laughs> it could be stable him. led by, um, Ron Simmons. We've been talking about the New Day breaking up for a while. I think it's I mean it's not a bad breakup, but I think it's necessary.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of feel like and can they be heels? And can yeah. just <laughs> Yeah, I I I, I always like Lashley. Um I never was I mean, he can't talk for nothing, so I'm glad they got Leo Rush in there to to help with that. But um but I mean I, I really feel like hopefully, um, Kay, you said it earlier. I, I hope you're right in a sense. And, you know, and Us and I, we've been talking about this forever. Make the U.S. title, make the IC belt mean something.
1: Hold on. <laughs> that sounds familiar, don't it, ladies and gents?
2: I mean, for years, we've talked about this, right? So it's like, These titles, I felt, to be honest, after what I've seen, I felt like the North American championship held more weight than the IC and the U.S. belt put together. Mm -hmm. So I hope y'all are right with the fact that, all right, so let's get this group of people pushed up, have them fight for the universal title. And then, like, I, I, I loved it even though it wasn't well written or well done when nakamura had the u.s belt and it for a second kind of looked like well nothing like cena right i mean say what you want about him him having the u.s belt the second time around he made it mean something and he made it a point to make it mean something i feel like like right now like when ricochet came down with that belt and they fought, and they beat the hell out of each other with that belt, it meant something. Right now, those other two titles don't mean nothing right now. So hopefully, hopefully, y'all are right.
1: Yeah, we've been echoing that, man, and we've also been talking about there being another tier, like a TV title, bringing that back, or I still would like to see, the if it's not the hardcore, at least a 24-7 championship. Or maybe they could give me a call and say, hey, what about that TPC title you had uh, not too long ago. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Maybe we should do that. Let me get a check. But something and then the transition of it being like it used to be where the IC was the number one contender, not the automatic rematch. Just because I just lost next month, next pay-per-view, I have a rematch then I win a belt. And then you got an automatic rematch and we just spent six months ping ponging um, the rematches back and forth. So, yeah, it's it's up there. And we're, we're hoping that continually the booking changes because their new year begins the raw after WrestleMania. So that is the day when the entire slate has to be different. They're setting the stage, but the entire slate has to be different. It has to have an outlet and an inlet an outlet for the current established superstars to be able to branch out and do something, but an inlet for more of these NXT superstars. Cause pretty much the in- almost the entire roster of current major NXT stars need to go up. They just have to. They're they're too big to, to stay on NXT. I'm sorry. Tommaso Ciampa is too good of a heel to be at NXT, even though he's a champion. I would rather see him face Daniel Bryan and him beat DB for the championship uh mm-hmm. alistair black i could see him going up against the undertaker that would be insane from a, a marketing standpoint insane from a a presentation standpoint have him just come through the ramp like they did with the undertaker but he does a little lift up but coming through the ramp that would be sick um undisputed era would just come and just take everybody's championships but undisputed era versus the new day and they would just beat the hell out of new Day every single time, because they're just that good of a group, and Michael Cole will finally get to call a match for his son, Adam Cole, and Michael Cole turns heel and becomes the the fifth member of Undisputed Era, whatever. It'd be exciting. Book that, please. Hopefully, y'all listening in the truck, book that one. Uh, we would like to see heel Michael Cole with Adam Cole, baby. And, you know, it's, it's people. And then we've got a great crop of people like Matt Riddle that are sliding in. We've got Casey Catanzaro that is uh, coming still hot and heavy off of American Ninja Warrior. You know, she's going to be coming in who's actually shorter than um, Alexa Bliss, so it's going to be interesting to see how she's going to do, because if she can do it, the almighty, super sexy JoJo that KG, you better be crushing over. Uh, if not, then we know Bray Wyatt is. Um, you know, she <laughs> should be <laughs> she should be wrestling. <laughs> and she Her nickname could be I know it's going to be bad, but the, uh, the relationship killer <laughs> and I can understand why my God, Jesus. um, uh, so yeah, uh, I agree with that, but uh, we had a couple other major things that happened. We're going to just blow by raw. Cause that was some down segments, but some of the highlights from the major ones, Vince, uh, and a revival, the revival got their opportunity, uh, again, um, and they got a, a title shot later on in the show. Dean Ambrose had a great promo that was almost a Stone cold s type of promo talking about he owns the road to WrestleMania. We had the whatever match with Lucha House Party versus Ginger Mahal and the Singh brothers, Elias and Corbin. Then we had a, a good spot with the moment of bliss and um, the, the obligatory Battle Royale brawl leading up to WrestleMania. I'm sorry, to the Royal Rumble. But it really led to Alexa
0: saying she's back. Lacey Evans came out, but nobody really cares. It's all about Alexa Bliss being back. Wait, 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 wait. Two things about a moment of bliss. Did Don't you see go how there. good there you Naya go Dax There you go. Up. There you go. Give me Christmas. Jeez, man. We're going to talk about it later. Then when Alexa Bliss stood up on a chair. Uh, Mickey James looked good, too. She was all right. I'm just saying. <laughs> she
1: was all right. <laughs> Amber Moon looked good.
0: Oh, Ember Moon. Jeez, I was going to get to the her, know. too. All right. I'll just got to uh. make sure
1: he gets his spots in. You know, if, if you don't do his 15 times of I love you, Ooh. then his wife won't be mad tomorrow morning. So we got to make sure we're doing our part to make sure that you all have that spicy relationship.
0: It's a little warm in here right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I sped by all that because the Ascension versus Heavy Machinery. At first, I was like, Whatever. Until I saw Otis over here breakdancing, flipping, spinning, Don't doing that. the Caterpillar or the Worm. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I need more of this. And the crowd was equally the same of what did we just watch? And why can't we have a full 45 minutes of this guy?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Heavy machinery was on fire. I called it a Bushwhackers mixed with Too Cool. It was insane. I loved it that match and I hope they continue to have that fire.
0: Crazy. I, I, I love their whole entire match. I love just the energy they came with. You got a guy that's five ten over three bills that can move like that. Mm, and mm, mm. with no that no <laughs> no that. But it was said that he's being considered for the 2020 Olympics on the wrestling team, because he has a background in freestyle and Greco-Roman wrestling, I don't want to get in the ring with him.
1: Yeah, heck nah. And heaven forbid he's got you from the top position. Oh, you're done. You're not moving anywhere. Okay, Brock Lesnar couldn't move that guy. I'm sorry, we're winning that one. <laughs> Go USA. We are winning that one. And that, if it really happens and it comes to fruition and knock on fruition, I hope uh, it does. We'll make the second. Uh, well, third Olympian because we have Ronda Rousey that the WWE will have under their auspices. So that would be great for PR and everything else once we get to 2020 and the Olympics, if he's able to pull that off.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, we got we got two Olympians and one with a a, a broken freaking neck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, hey, it's hard to top that. Yeah. So I'm going to skip over the Gable Roode revival uh even though it was good to see Zack Ryder show up and he finally is on a show in 2019 for a second time and Kurt Hawkins and Ryder may actually get together outside of doing their really funny um YouTube segments and 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 Twitter segments where they talk about some of the old action figures if you haven't seen it it's phenomenal and it's funny to watch them and also uh, AJ Styles, and we all know up, up, down, down. Congratulations on getting in a Guinness Book, Xavier Woods, uh, for up, up, down, down. But you know they do their thing. But the most important thing that I really wanted to get to before we jump over to SmackDown Live is why in the heck did Ronda Rousey come out in her match with Natty versus with Natty against Bailey and Sasha and look so fired up against Sasha Banks? But when we had Ronda Rousey versus Natty, she looked like she was a cat with the tail between the legs?
2: Because she like, was emotional. It was a you talking about no, the
1: match? Well, yeah. It was like Ronda looked like she was ready to just destroy. I thought she was in the UFC having flashbacks, but against Danny, it's like, oh my God, Daddy, I really don't want to wrestle you. Yeah. <sighs> oh God, I'm gonna put you in the arm armbar and I may break you, Daddy.
2: So thing was, looking at that match, like she looked like she was really gonna cry. And yeah. So I mean, I, I think a lot of that has to do with, I guess, you know. I, they, I hope they're friends in real life. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, the build-up for tomorrow night's match, I mean. I'll,
1: don't make your pick yet.
2: Hey, look, I'll be a fly on the wall when y'all do the show on that. <laughs> i (laughs) want to know it's going to be it's going to be interesting i always like sasha so it's going to be interesting to see where where creative goes with that
1: i I agree because there's a lot of things in play we still in my opinion even though they kind of ended it but not really we need to get the rest of the beef with charlotte versus ronda we have not finished the beef with becky versus ronda We haven't done the beef with Nia versus Ronda. And nobody really cares about Sasha and Bailey because they're not really beefing with anybody at the moment. You know, it's like Ronda Rousey has three beefs that they need to finish, and one of them can involve a championship. The other ones will just be a beef, and the other person will have to lose their belt so that way they can face it, either um, uh, Becky or Charlotte. Would have to not be champion to face Ronda just to complete the beef. So it's like, ah, there's so many variables in this with Ronda Rousey. I don't know what's going to happen, to be honest. I could, I mean, I could book it, but it would be uh, interesting, to say the least.
2: I thought, yeah. but it's it's tied in, it's tied into my prediction.
1: All right. Well, don't do that, man. Don't do that. We're <laughs> almost there. Well,
0: we you know time. something. It's the, okay. Here's I you. mean, you said it. The reason why she was fired up. She got general beef with Sasha and with Natty. Natty trained her, Natty took her under her wing. They they travel on the road together. You know, it's a lot going on between them two, you know, personal wise. It's kind of sort of the way Alexa Bliss and uh, Nia Jax were. Because whenever you've seen them on social media, yep. they were all hugged up, best friends. Yep. So, yeah. you know, that's why she was a little. Uh, emotional there, but she want to rip into Sasha, but I don't know. I think Sasha got her uh, got her number because when she hit her with that backstab and rolled it into the bank statement, I was like, good grief. Yeah, this is going to be a Lesnar-type match. Um, and what I
1: mean by that is if that match lasts eight to ten minutes, I put favor in Sasha. If it's anywhere less than seven minutes, then Ronda's going to win because we have not seen the limit of Ronda Rousey outside of a tag match. So she could blow up and then it's going to end it because she's going to tap, which would suck because you will be diminishing her. So you really can't have her tap. She's going to have to get pinned. But, um, you know, if they're going 15, 20 minutes, then yeah, Sasha's got a shot, but I'm not making my pick yet. Because I got to be cautious Because somebody's going to be listening in on my picks And they're going to pick the same thing So that way, I don't know They don't lose I wonder who that would be, KG um... <laughs> Oh, you don't understand, uh, K okay, This is this is like some serious beef Going back and forth, man These picks are serious The streak of 2019 is
0: at stake And I am you know on winning This this is about to be the streak that I need to go on, and I'm going to go ahead and run away with this and and win this. Are you trying to promote me again? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I know not what you. What if you speak?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to jump into SmackDown Live coming from Wichita, Uh, and the only way to open it in a go-home show is going to have the man come out and I think they were smart this week when uh, Oscar came out that she only spoke in her native tongue, so that way we didn't have her trying to do broken English and then automatically lose to Becky. And when it came down to the promo, Charlotte looked amazing. I didn't really care about what she said. She looked Mm -hmm. great, like Tony the Tiger. Indeed. (laughs) And when Oscar attacked Becky, all I thought was, that is the Oscar that we had that first came to NXT that just beat you down and beat everybody. So now if we can get that Oscar to be in the match, then we've got a real shot to show the, the metal of Becky Lynch and to have it actually be something. And then Charlotte taking her claim potentially could be the winner, but I have an idea who may also win. And then we can, go from there, but I was very happy with that opening segment that led to just just that all-out chaos of the beatdown from Oscar and the chokeout and everything else, man. It was, was great.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what? I, just, I don't know. I'm starting to become an even bigger Oscar fan than what I was. And Real? she's... Yeah. Because, I mean, you already know she got the mat skills. Mm-hmm. And if she gets the mic skills, she comes around, she gets the mic skills. It's going to take time. She's going to be the complete package. But her and Becky, and they went from in the ring to outside the ring, the table. Becky started whipping her with a jacket. Oh. I was like, man, yeah. y- y'all starting over straight fire.
1: To coin a phrase, absolutely. Very happy to see. But then we also had the first official match of the night. Which was sexy versus sexy, being Naomi and the glow versus Mandy Rose and the glow. (laughs) Both (laughs) of them had that coming down. Or they were just shining in their outfits. It was like, my God, whoo. Great match. I'm still hoping that what I foresaw and what I would like to see of the heel turn of Jimmy Uso. And him aligning himself with Mandy and causing the breakup of the Usos for a while. And that all that happening comes to fruition. But I thought that was a, a really good match. I thought it was smart to have Mandy beat Naomi and uh, Jimmy to come down and console his wife. And she not really want to be consoled. I'm like, y'all can build this. We're almost there. You just have to forward think and just do it. It will be great television to do it. And the Usos have been around long enough to survive. You could do so much with it, like I talked about last week. Um, Sonya Deville is there at the moment, so we've got to give her something to do. And if you're not going to go that route, then please, Naomi and Bianca Belair together.
2: Is it possible for Jay to get with Mandy? Yeah.
1: No, because he's—he's—I he's, mean, he's more of the married and the personal life is in the background type of thing.
2: Oh, okay, I got him confused. So you're talking about the single one, get with Mandy, and then the Usos fight each other.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Naomi's husband, Jimmy.
2: Oh, man. Oh, that's that's, that's
0: dirty. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, but it, you would watch it, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I said that's six months worth of awesome. What I laid out, just to give you a quick snapshot, is uh, the first thing I talked about was the hotel scene, which they did. You're welcome, WWE Universe. Um, and then I said that, you know, it would come out that Mandy and, and Us were together. And then Naomi, they would have big old fights, which would lead to total divas. And that would transition. You would see that, quote, unquote, play out there. You would have Chronicles and 24s and all these things leading up to WrestleMania or beyond, depending on what point and time they do it. And you're going to have the two Uso brothers battling because Jimmy is like, not with Mandy. That's my boo jay's like yo come on us, what are you doing that's not right and it's going to start dividing the locker room up because i mean they're the usos they've been together forever since they first came in you know us means brother so they're, they're legitimate brothers and now that's how you get rikishi in and he can come in and do a guest spot and and uh jimmy can super kick rikishi and all these things can happen leading up to it but then Down the road, it's going to come down to Naomi taking a beat down from Mandy and Sonya Deville and Jimmy just having that. And I guess you could take it a throwback to when Macho Man came down and saved Elizabeth. (laughs) And then everybody was just crying for real because you're like, oh, my God, they're back together. We've wanted this for so long. And then you have that moment and that is your payoff. At the end of that six month or year Time frame but in between that You got some of the best pure Entertainment because Naomi Can sell it Mandy Rose can sell It it's going to grow Mandy And it's going to take Naomi to another level And put her in title contention And you could just do so much man I would Love to see that happen
2: you wouldn't Need a belt,
1: yeah at all. at all Public opinion will be crazy I mean Twitter will blow up on Pro Mandy versus Pro Naomi. You got a T-shirt. I mean, they could do so much with that. And a, a, at the end of the road, you know, you would have that 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 crying moment, and they're back together, and the marriage has been saved, and all this stuff. You would forget about John Cena and Nikki Bella. That's <laughs> all you would care about is, is Naomi and, and Jimmy will get back together. Mm-hmm.
0: that's me. That's just me. But you did that. And that sounded amazing because when you when you bring in the the, the 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 macho man Elizabeth thing, I remember how that felt. I remember watching them getting married. I remember how that felt. Like that was the greatest thing in the world when I was a kid. So that had yeah, that happen as an adult.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I can still remember hearing Gorilla Monsoon uh make those calls when he's talking to Bobby Heenan and all excited about, yes, that's what we wanted. Oh my God. They're hugging and when they hugged and embraced, it was just Man, it was just magic. And you felt that through the TV. Yeah, I wasn't even there live, And you felt that through the TV as a kid, understanding that that was something that you wanted to see happening. You've been, that build-up, that old-school build-up that took six months was just worth it. And speaking of build-ups, we have the other side of the coin, which is actually building to hopefully another level of Shane heel turns, being uh, The Miz and Cesaro going one-on-one. And you had Sheamus out there, obviously. You had Shane O'Mac out there uh, playing support. And it was just all kind of beat-down brawls going on. The bar looked great at the end of it, standing over uh, The Miz and Shane. You even had that wonderful moment of The Miz covering up Shane to protect him. And Shane putting his body on the line to, to help The Miz. I mean, it was just so much that happened in that to make that match extremely interesting. And it's a title match, so you like. Sometimes half of me wants to see the bar win, the other half of me wants to see Miz and uh, Shane O'Mac win, just to see where the storyline goes. But it's a win-win in my
0: opinion, either way. It's not a win-win because I don't get no New Day. Oh my God, there you go, man! Damn, you got you got New Day in the Rumble. Yeah, I got New Day in the Rumble, but what happened to the feud between the bar and New Day? That feud was. How is it done? It's done. There's the no day- more that you can do with it. Yes, give the New Day back their titles.
2: So, okay, 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 okay. I love the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Um, And I, I think that um, the only thing, well, and I like the New Day too. I think the only thing that um, I keep thinking about and what I'm afraid of is... I feel like well, okay, no no predictions. But I, I feel like the worst thing that could possibly happen is that one of my favorite current wrestlers, which is the Miz, turns face and Shane turns heel. Mm-hmm. Mania. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. And the reason why I don't want it is because I feel like the whole best in the world tournament and, and, and that being the reason, you know, why, you know, the Miz, why Shane won, cause Shane had to come in, which I thought was, uh, I didn't like that. But, um, as much as I love the Miz, the Miz only works as a heel to me. But the only way that they could turn on each other is if Shane does the turning
1: hmm
2: So like I said, I just hope that I just hope that Shane doesn't turn on the Miz and they have to fight.
1: Yeah, I think it's necessary. Yeah. Because in my mind, down the road, Shane has to have No Chance in Hell as his new theme song. It the evolution has to be a McMahon legacy song. And then you don't know which McMahon you have coming out because the heel turn. Is really going to piss people off because he's going to start flaunting. Here comes the money and the power. And the heel turn, in my opinion, would be Shane bending the rules to win the match. And that would be just insane. And Miz is like, what are you doing, man? We can win this. We don't need. No. It'd become a no DQ. It's become a lumberjack match. I mean, you're just going to have to match just fold into so many different things that by the end of it, the bar is outnumbered and then one, two, three, and now you have new champs. But that's just me. I would like to see that. And then that would start the
0: beef, and then you would go from there.
1: I don't know. I'm just saying.
0: Uh, you Maybe I'm what? crazy. You know what? That best in the world tournament, I felt that it was a mockery. Right. But the way... I'm not alone. But the way they've played it up, over the past couple of months, has made it the sting of it kind of sort of ease a little bit. Because come on, you you you're just coming off of Evolution. Not even a week after Evolution. Evolution was an awesome pay per view, and then you give me this Best in the World tournament that Shane O'Mac wins. I mean, that's the that's the equivalent of bringing X Pac back and he winning him winning. Oh wow, wow, really? X Pac and Shane had some battles back in the day over that European Championship. So I, I know Shane can wrestle, mm-hmm. but yeah, best in the world. I I, I don't think so. You got to miss me with that. And so C- if CM Punk was in that,
1: then you be you would like the tournament. Is that what you're saying? Are you marking out for CM Punk? Did CM Punk win it? No. If he <laughs> no, if, if he would have won it. <laughs> 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 they crazy but they ain't gonna give them all They, they give them a contract but you know Now you ask them to become best in the world Because we allowed you to become best in the world
0: but, but, That's the double thing, dipping But think of how, how it could turn out Then you got the promos of him sitting on the stage And his little TED talk And he's just giving you all the business Then he goes to the ring kicks ass and goes home
1: Yeah but they weren't in this new frame of mind Then Now they probably may have pulled the trigger Considering that AEW is also Trying to get CM Punk Hard, and if they get Jericho and CM Punk, oh my gosh, then Vince has a problem. That is what? that is the powder keg that could ignite. That will get. It's almost on a level of don't turn the Raw because Mankind's about to win a championship. Oh, that's gonna put butts
0: in the seats. Yeah, <laughs> that that's close to that. But the the best part about it, I, I, I know. WWE brass listens to the Sideline Junkies WrestleManiacs podcast every Saturday night with the calls? (laughs) (laughs) The Mothership. So, get that distribution deal done. That way you don't have to worry about it. The talent from AEW can come on over and y'all can flip flop back and forth and y'all can build each other. Mm -hmm. Because there's no beef from Cody. No, don't make it a competition. A competition, the last the Monday Night Wars killed WCW because WCW couldn't keep up after a while. Their storylines were whack. And then they just did the finger poke of doom. There it is. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to happen again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And from a business standpoint, AEW's issue is going to be return on the investment. So they need the television deal. And they need the sponsorship, so they have to put out a product that is strong enough, and it can't be just a pay-per-view thing every month, and then we do an internet thing. It's not going to work outside of the WWE having that mode to where you have airtime that you can run through the WWE network, and that is where you'll be seen because it's a win-win for everybody. Um, but if they're not getting that return on the investment, uh, uh, those Jaguar folks are going to start pulling out. They're like, hey, we're not making any money off this. And it's going to be like when Time Warner took over. I'm sorry, when AOL took over uh, for Time Warner, and you know, it just caused the whole problem. And Ted Turner lost the whole thing, and they went television distribution. And Eric Bischoff could do nothing with WCW if you can't put it on TV. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I'm optimistic. But we haven't had the first show yet, and we had need to get to the 12th show, and then we can start talking about their potential and longevity of what's going to happen.
2: No, I don't want, you know, as, as much as I would like to see CM Punk come back somewhere, if he goes to AEW and he can't get cult of personality as his entrance ring music. Oh, yeah. I'm not interested. <laughs> I
1: agree. I agree. That, 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 that check needs to be cut.
0: <laughs> that right there, it Oh my goodness I think that was the quote of the night right there Because I like that, I agree wholeheartedly Yep,
1: I, I can't stand hearing DDP Come out uh, anything else But what it's supposed to be So <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, what are y'all doing to me What are y'all doing to me Kurt Cobain is mad that his song is not being played In the WWE right now But they don't want to cut that check So, we'll we'll see So Jumping and fast forwarded through SmackDown a little bit. The face to face with AJ Styles versus the new Daniel Bryan did exactly what we need to do. It sold the pay per view and the fight between those two. Daniel Bryan doing his thing with he's the planet's champion. Um AJ Styles. He didn't even get to the I'm the face to run a place. He just said I just want to punch you in the face. So <laughs> um, and then Vince playing up that you need to get in the ring, Daniel Bryan saying no. I thought all that was great. Led to the obligatory fight. Um, Samoa Joe versus Mustafa Ali had great hype up. It ended with Joe doing exactly what you do, which is choking somebody out. And that again kept Joe still looking strong. But the New Day promo with trying to figure out what Kofi was going to do was great. The throwback to uh Tony Chimmel showing up and uh uh. Uh, Biggie saying, Chip, we'll get out of here. Edge isn't here. So I thought that was a funny little chime into some Attitude Era stuff. But let's talk about really the match of the night and the moments of the night. Rey Mysterio versus who I still enjoy calling Andrade Cien Almas. Zelina Vega is barred from ringside in this two out of three falls match. Andrade gets the first fall on Rey Mysterio through a superpower bomb that I thought he killed Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Rey Mysterio came back to life like The Undertaker with the flipping spike pile driver and got a fall um, on Andrade. But where it really got interesting was Samoa Joe came down and whipped on both of them. And I want to get you guys' reaction to this, which led to the old fashioned yeah. RKO out of nowhere, one of those variations. <laughs> Tell me what y'all thought about that.
2: Okay, I'm going to let you go first, man.
0: (laughs) Wow. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Jeez. Yeah. ah, This, I don't know if you want to call it a rivalry, a feud, whatever that's going on between Andrade and and, and Ray. Gee, man. mm, Every week, they get better and better. And then you get, oh, my God. I, I've never seen something like that, and I had to wonder: was that real? Did he really take that bump like all full fledged? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you when you see Ray Mysterio do stuff, the young kids are doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, wait a minute,
1: right? You ain't do that back in the day with uh, Eddie Guerrero. Where the heck is this coming from?
0: But you know what? That's what make that's what it makes me think about when I see them too. Uh, it makes me think about those old WCW days. Excuse me, where uh, you had Ray with the battles with Eddie, and you know you got Hooven to all, all, all the lucha wrestlers. Man, we Juice psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> this C-O-P. might be what you need. <laughs>
1: This is what you need. I agree. agree. K, what you think?
2: Yeah, yeah, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: little bit of La Parka action doing his dance on a uh, on a chair, the chairman at WCW. Uh, it's parka It's at La... L Dandy. It's <laughs> super crazy. Uh huh. Oh man, I miss those days. Like that whole second hour was Lucha, 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 <laughs> and they put in work. And then after that, you had well, then at the end of it, you had Chris Jericho and Ralfus come out, and Jericho talks about all 1,000 of his moves as he prepares for a match with the uh, Man of a Thousand Holes, D' Malenko. Just classic, classic sports entertainment. But with that, what well, are we going
2: to say? It? Well, one thing I do want to say is it's real interesting. I was looking at the um, – I'm going to cross over a little bit. They did the um, – Mortal Kombat 11 reveal. Mm-hmm. And um you saw uh, you saw um god. Um, up up down
1: down. Um, uh, uh, Austin Creed and um
2: Austin Creed dressed up as Shao Kahn mm-hmm. and Selena Vega
1: mm-hmm.
2: was there as Malina and I just want to say if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. And oh, a- I
1: saved that photo.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't get that mess twisted. All I heard was finish him. Yep, saving that. <laughs> saving that. I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, <laughs> but that was, uh, I know it was a lot of around a universe for the first segment. But with uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix, we had to give that. It's just due as well as really dive in a little bit succinctly with the go-home shows of raw and smackdown so we're gonna go pay some bills have a nice little sponsor note Then we're gonna come back and cover superstar of the week and then it is time to do those picks for the royal rumble which will be happening tomorrow cannot wait so stay tuned we'll be right back in a sec Just like a heart attack, we are back. Do you want to hear? (laughs) But we are back. Ready to make it happen with uh, Superstar of the Week. And I'll go first. And it's going to be a little interesting. There's a lot of uh, potential candidates for Superstar of the Week, in my opinion. But I had to go with somebody that was consistently kicking some ass. And that was my man, Samoa Joe. I've been waiting for a long time for somebody to take advantage of the pre-royal rumbleness like Stone Cold did when he was just issuing out stunners with no care in the world. I was like, hey, it's wham. Okay, well, there went that match. Thank you, Stone Cold. So Samoa Joe just jumping in, especially to the main event of SmackDown, a two out of three falls match. You just come down. At first, I thought he was going to be the classic heel and just beat down Ray, but Andrade got his ass whipped, too. I was like, man that's my dude right there and what he did to Mustafa Ali just choked that fool out and joe just looks like he could win the rumble so that that's my guy kg who you got
0: well uh, I, i'm not it's no brainer for me cuz she had the moment mm-hmm. of the week mm-hmm. and she she stole it i mean this is what everybody's been waiting for Nia Jax just came. No, I'm playing. (laughs) No, I I, got it. I got it. I got to give it to Alexa Bliss this week. I mean, no in-ring competition, but I think her announcing that she's coming back to compete in the Royal Rumble alone set a lot of wrestling fans week right. And I'm one of them because just to hear that she's coming back, after being off since September, oh, I, I that might be my pick for the women's Royal Rumble because she's trying to show everybody, hey, I'm still a champion.
1: Hmm. Okay, all right, uh, Mr. Brown, who, who's
2: your question? Uh, I got three words burn it down, really, <laughs> Seth Rollins. Okay. Burn it, burn it down, burn okay. it down. I thought. I thought he cut a good promo. I thought that he had, you know, a lot to say about his upbringing. Small town kid. He played it up. Talked about, you know, how, you know, he wants to win the World Rumble match. You know, um, it was interesting to see McIntyre come down and, you know, try to offset that. But I think that um, there's something that should be said about being a workhorse and i just feel like um you know he's not my favorite wrestler in the brand at the moment but you know he has ever since the last time he was injured he has really you know just showed in kind of like aj just show up you know what kind of match you're going to get you know it's going to be good and you know you know, consistency is kind of what you need, you know, in the WWE right now. So I will go with uh Mr. Seth freaking Rollins.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, we, we covered a, a wide spectrum of picks on that one. Yeah. Speaking of picks, speaking of picks, <clears throat> speaking of picks, speaking of picks, it's time for us to discuss the word rubble Match emanating from... Chase Field, along with all the other matches on the card, and we will make some picks to figure out who's right. I don't know who that would be, but <laughs> we will find out what will happen. And I'm trying to be humble here. Why you got to laugh, man?
2: Because, man, you been—you sound like you've been giving this man <laughs> grief for a minute. <laughs> God,
1: I'm <laughs> trying to be impartial for at least 60 seconds. Oh, time's up. So let's go ahead (laughs) ahead and talk about how many times I'm going to be right tomorrow night. So I'm not even going to play around with y'all when it comes down to what match. We're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of this deal right now. Mm -hmm. First match, Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor, Universal Championship. KG, who you got?
0: I'm taking the Demon.
1: Really? We didn't say the Demon was showing
0: up. The Demon's going to show up.
1: So that's the third person, though. So shall I put down a demon? So if the demon don't show up, I win by default. Is that what you're saying?
0: Why, why you gotta play me like that?
1: This <laughs> <laughs> uh I need a win. Come on, man. All right, I got you down. Uh, for Finn Balor. Uh, bro, who you got?
2: Damn. Um, I agree with I agree with KG, It's like it's like all right. If Double the demon, game, really. yeah, if the demon comes, he wins. He'll win. If he doesn't come, then he won't. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Finn Balor, and I'm. Gonna, I believe he's gonna come down as a demon.
0: Now let me ask a question before we move on. When's the last time we have seen the demon? It's been about two years. Uh,
1: almost. Oh
2: wait a minute! Didn't he use? Well, it, it against, than that. But... Um, no, he used it against what's his face? Um,
1: uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah, Corbin. So i about made about six months. It's been six... Really? Ah, it's, it's just about that. Yeah, I mean, he's due. Like I said, they're setting it up because they haven't talked about it. It's, it's almost a foregone conclusion a demon is going to come. But the demon is also going to be introduced to the brick wall that is surrounding the building. Because it's going to be huge. The wall is going to be huge. and It's going to be paid for out of Finn Balor's pocket. And because of that, he's going to go to Suplex City. And Brock Lesnar is going to retain the Universal Championship. That is my pick. You done
0: gone crazy.
1: Government uh, has started again. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I, think wrong.
2: I think all of this is wrong. <laughs> wrong.
1: You guys are making fake fake picks based off of fake news reports.
2: <laughs> I hope it's only the WWE listening to this.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I hope they're not because they're Republican. Um <laughs> But, no, we, we love everybody. It's, we're just making some fun out of everything. We're happy that the, the government uh, has a compromise and people are getting back to work, and, and that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Brock Lesnar is going to take Finn Balor to Suplex City. So, <laughs> next match of the night going into the Cruiserweight Championship. We've got a fatal four-way. Buddy Murphy, who has actually been on a steamroll since he won back in his hometown of Australia or, or home. Country of Australia uh, versus the Tower of Power when he was with the um, uh, Titus Worldwide or Titus Slipwide, uh, Akira Tozawa. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hope he slips through the ropes again uh, or something. He needs to do something. It it has to happen, please. Um, And then those two also having Hideo Itami in the match. And one of the founding members of the Lucha House Party, Kalisto. So that's the Fatal 4-Way Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. So you've got four options uh, came around to choose from. Who do you think is going to come out on top? Man, um,
2: you know what? I haven't watched the episode of 205 Live so, in so long. But what I will say is this. Since we have hyped up all of those names like LaParka. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um all we miss, all we missed was the band saying Lucha Lucha Lucha. Mm. Um give me Kalisto. All right,
0: so by proxy. You know what? I don't, I don't you you peeping on my sheet?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: No no lie, no lie. I looked at the whole card and jeez, okay, I looked at the whole card and I said, you know what? I understand what Buddy Murphy is and he's an absolute monster but Kalisto has the experience. Kalisto is going to take this. That's the first thing I thought. That's why I need to start covering my answers, man. But I'm taking Kalisto too. Uh, I'm going to be the uh, the the
1: left field guy. I'm actually going to give it, just because of Fatal 4-Way, uh, to Hideo Hatami for only one reason. Because he can actually use the microphone. Tozawa's got to have somebody speak for him. Kalisto is all right, but whatever. He's doing his Lucha House Party thing. But uh, I think it's time for Buddy Murphy to lose the belt and then Try to win it back at some point on Two Hundred Five Live because he can't be champ forever, and I don't know who would come over, with the exception of um, Sanjay Dutt, who has been signed by WWE. So we'll, we'll see how that plays in, but he's going to go to Two Hundred Five Live. So I don't know, but I'm going to go with uh, Itami. You, you know something for.
0: We, we 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 left a couple things out around the universe too. Speaking of, we got two new signings, but. Um, When is Leo Rush Going to get a chance Because Leo Rush can actually wrestle
1: Yeah I agree Leo Rush is going to take it from Atomi And then lead to Leo Rush versus Buddy Murphy But remember Leo is pulling Double heel duty So Buddy Murphy is natural heel So you got to balance that out So that's why I think A non-heel would have the belt For Leo Rush to take it That and way you know- you've got Bobby Lashley And Leo Rush both as champions
0: I wouldn't mind seeing uh, the Cruiserweight title defended on one of the big shows, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. I wouldn't mind seeing it defended there.
1: Yeah, I agree, especially since uh, Mustafa Ali has transitioned pretty much seamlessly. Um, so anything is possible. And speaking of possibilities, possibilities are endless with this next match. Like I said, I'm not pulling any punches. We're going hardcore with the new Daniel Bryan. Versus the almost revived Bullet Club version of AJ Styles for the WWE Championship, and I'll be nice to you guys, and I will go first, and I am picking that Daniel Bryan will retain the championship. K Brown, what you got?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I too am going to go with Daniel Bryan. I think the only the 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 uh, the thing about this match is he's been cutting so many good promos ever since the third heel. It's like, man, let yeah, let that man keep the belt for a little while longer. I don't know how it's gonna work out with him in WrestleMania, but um yeah, I I agree. I go with Daniel Bryan.
1: All right, KG, jump on the bandwagon.
0: Who nah I can't cause I, I just had something really? coming to my mind. What's that? This match is not it, Daniel Bryan's gonna keep it, but it's not gonna finish. Really? Samoa Joe's gonna show up and choke both of them out. Oh, I like that. It's gonna wind up being that 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 push. And remember, I, the last couple of weeks I've been saying I uh, I want Nation of Violence Samoa Joe back when he would just stalk whoever he wanted, and once he got you, it was over. It's getting ready to be that because he's that. he he's kicking behinds and taking names. It's not going to finish clean, but and if you want to ask, hey, give it to AJ. All right. AJ it is. And still going hard or going
1: home. Another hard one to choose from. Oscar versus the man, Becky Lynch. KG,
0: speak on it. <sighs> Say it. Uh, uh, I got to. It's going to go to Becky. Amen Good man Well you know why It's gonna go to Becky Oscar's Don't get me wrong Oscar's An awesome champ She earned the Earned the title But It's the mic skills That's holding her back My mic sound nice No it don't So
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But That's it right
1: there It's gonna be a
0: short reign For Becky What It's gonna be a very short reign Why Paige coming back Nah She gonna wind up Losing to uh Charlotte no, come on, she can't. She's going to wind up losing the shot. It's it's going to wind up being a triple threat, and you might get it Tuesday night. She'll lose that mess to uh, Bianca Belair. <laughs> I'm sorry, you you got a ways to go for that, but Oscar, <laughs> she he came too soon, too soon. Oscar, Becky Lynch, Charlotte. Tuesday night, Charlotte comes out victorious, kind of like uh what I always throw it back to after pay-per-view when Triple H lost uh, the triple triple threat to Mankind, Stone Cold. He came back Monday night, won his first title. It's gonna be like that. Kind of one of those things.
1: I can see that. So,
0: you got Becky.
1: Yeah. We all know that I got Becky. So, let's make this a trifecta on Becky Lynch, K-Brown.
2: Yeah, I got Becky too. Um... But uh, for reasons that I will say later.
1: All right. Okay. All right. So let's just go ahead. I'll put you on deck for this next one. The baddest bee on the planet, Ronda Rousey, versus the boss, Sasha Banks, for the Raw Women's Championship. Kay Brown, it's your turn.
2: Oh, uh, Ronda, Ronda,
1: really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Again, that. I'll
2: explain later.
1: All
0: right. KG? <sighs> this is going to be about a 20, 25-minute match. But give me Sasha Banks, baby. KG, we lost you. Oh, shoot. Hello? Y- y- y'all in? I got yeah, you, I- now. I-
1: okay. okay.
0: Okay. You said it's going to be a, 20, a 20 20-minute match? Yeah, give me Sasha Banks on this one. All right. So
1: I guess I'm the tiebreaker. And it's gonna pain me to say it, but Sasha is gonna walk out with it. Nope. Oh, come wow. on, cuz. If if Becky was gonna heel turn, then I would say Sasha. But it's not happening. And Lord knows if Daniel Bryan can make a, a convincing heel turn, can you imagine Bailey turning heel on the same level and she just starts <laughs> beating the crap out of the Bailey buddies? <laughs> and mm. that, that would be like a five-minute segment of her just beating a crap out of the Bailey Buddies.
2: I wasn't thinking would, you were going to go there.
1: <laughs> she would go get a chair and then bring them back and just start beating the Bailey Buddy. It's already deflated, but she would just start beating the Bailey Buddy with a chair. I mean, you could do so much. You would lay a Bailey Buddy on a table and then jump through it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That if that was happening, I'd go Sasha Banks. Because to see those two and Bailey to finally get a Just would be awesome. But yeah, it's not happening. Ron is going to uh tap Sasha out, period. It's just happening. I'm sorry. But now we go to a bias match. And I'm going to save uh K Brown for last because I know he's going to be biased on this one. So, KG, you go first on the bar versus the Miz and here comes the money. Shane
0: O'Mac for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Who you got? Give me the Miz and Shane O'Mac. But mm-hmm. after the match, Shane O'Mac, uh, you might get that 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 turn from one of them. Somebody's gonna get there behind. After that match,
2: okay.
1: I. Dang, I had to do a pretty good pause on that one because it's like I got what I would like to have and what I would really like to have, but if we're going for the win, I'm gonna go with the bar. K. Brown, what you got? Oh
2: man, I got kind of both of y'all's answers. Really, giving you the bar, and then and then Shane's gonna turn on the Miz at the end.
1: Okay. So that's the light work. Now we got two more to go. Well, one more to go before the major stuff. Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I am going for the U.S. Championship. I'm going to keep the belt on Rusev so that way we could just end it and Shinsuke can go somewhere else and start another feud. K. Okay, Brown, what you got?
2: Um, as much as I would like to see that, I think Shinsuke gets the belt back. I think he starts a feud I hopefully with somebody that will make that belt mean something. I don't care who it is at this point.
1: All right, we lost your seat. people in the truck. Just get. We're almost done. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Um. No, I said I, I picked Shinsuke Nakamura. Like I said, I just hope that they make that belt mean something. I hope that the next feud is against somebody, somebody worthy.
1: I'd like to see Rusev versus Samoa Joe.
2: Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's two uh, horses right there. Just
2: that almost make me want to change my pick. If that,
1: yeah. that's what. Dude, shoot, that's what needs to happen. Give them boys the stag. Yeah for, <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, so KG, uh, Rusev or Nakamura.
0: I, I'm gonna go ahead and put it like this: Rusev wins this, and K, this is what's gonna happen. Rusev's gonna put that US title Where it's supposed to be Because he's gonna wind up challenging for the Smackdown title It's long overdue for him to do it Mm
1: -hmm. Okay All right. so Here it is You only got one shot I'm gonna go through all the names For the men's Royal Rumble match Keep in mind the first name is also Number 30 So R-Truth Drew McIntyre all the members of the New Day, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, John Cena, Elias, Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Crews, Andrade Cien Almas, Mustafa Ali, Mr. 619 of Self Ray Mysterio, Slidus O'Neal. <laughs> and <laughs> and Randy Orton. So we're uh twenty people out of the thirty. So we've got some surprises padded in, and some of those are gonna be NXT folks as they did last year, and then a couple surprises, possibly the man from the dark side abyss. But just off of the twenty that I've named, and remember our truth is number thirty, who would you say would do it?
0: <laughs> oh my god, i choked no my one. words.
1: Yeah, see well, you started it, so you made a noise first, okay. G, uh, oh man. You had to pick one out of this allotment. Hey.
0: Jeez. All right, let's do it. Um Jeff Hardy. Okay. And I say Jeff Hardy because uh something happened this week where Matt Hardy number one he posted where he owns the name Broken Hardy and everything that comes with it so he, he, he's he got his copyright for that then he posted on I believe it was Instagram that he's not retired he's been fully medically cleared to come back why not come back wrestle with brother Nero who gets a shot at Wrestlemania I mean, come on now. It's only right that Jeff Hardy finally gets that main event push that should have happened 12 to 15 years ago, and he's still ready for it now.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. KG, who you got?
2: I guess we all. I guess we all look alike. Um,
1: <laughs> that, that's KG. I'm sorry, KG. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we all do look alike.
2: Yeah. So, um. My first pick was Hillbilly Jim <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Don't go messing with a country boy. Country
2: but then, then You know I ain't want y'all laughing at me So um, There is so many Ifs in this match mm-hmm. I'm going to go With Seth Rollins That's who I'm going to go with However no, It said his name I'ma say it. If somehow Kenny Omega shows up, mm. Mm. I, if mm. if he shows up, mm. then we got AJ Styles part two.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a million dollar check right there, happily that's cash. What, that's what we got.
2: So if so, that's why. I mean, I can make a pick. So my pick is Seth Rollins However If Kenny Omega come up He won the Rumble
1: mm-hmm.
2: So I don't know how y'all Going to dice that if that actually Happens first of all if that actually happens I'm calling y'all <laughs> to it At that point oh, But yeah. But that's And if not hillbilly Jim For the win I'm-
1: I'm down with that. Now, my pick is Samoa Joe, and I would also have him draw number one because you got to have him do his full swagger walk all the way down. He can't run down to the ring. It has to be that swagger walk, so I'll put him as number one. And the reason why y'all look alike is because in my head, I was cycling through and imagining what I would like to also have happen, and all I would say is the lights go dark and you hear – I'm here and then the music kicks in so that's that's literally as y'all were talking not not that I'm ignoring y'all but I'm literally picturing that and playing Bray Wyatt's music in my head and that's why I said KG because I totally blanked out the fact uh, KG that you was talking and I'm thinking man Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, so you just said Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt was in my brain I'm like oh please Bray just happen. this is how I would do it so I'm booking the entire moment right there for his entrance so <laughs> that's the picks right there. But it would also be nice just because he's been around forever. And just because he's also doing the music for Jack Swagger for his entrance when he does his fight in Bellator, Our um, truth why not give him the shot of all shots? <laughs> just because. Why not? I would like to see him win a championship and then buy a mini Championship or a kids Championship for Little Jimmy
2: Little Jimmy, yeah, little Jimmy.
1: <laughs> And have him sitting on the chair And it's like what is this That's Little Jimmy you'll see him wearing his belt <laughs> 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 It'll be amazing It'll be amazing Seven A little second so- dance break for Little Jimmy
2: Yeah. A little side note though Alistair Black Bray Wyatt Tag team champions
1: mm. Oh yeah the Y family's got to come back together Because also we're the Bludgeon Brothers Right now
2: Yeah them too them two, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Just put that up.
1: Imagine Undertaker getting a beat down at WrestleMania by those two, which too. which leads to a match on Monday Night Raw, a cage match between Undertaker and Bray Wyatt. Man, you could do so much with that. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It would be insane. But that, I just had to explain where my head was when I uh, double spoke on that because I want Bray to show up so bad. But then, which I'm hoping this is the main event of the night, because that's the only event that really matters. Uh, And that's the women's Royal Rumble, which they have 23 competitors named and seven to show up between NXT and surprises. So, again, I'll give you number 30, which is Carmella. And there will be a seven-second dance break in the Rumble at some point when she shows up. Why not? Um, Ember Moon. Natalia, Bailey, all members of the Riot Squad, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega fresh off of her Mortal Kombat victory, Naomi, Mickey James, both members of the iconics, Charlotte, Tamina, equipped with her straight jacket. (laughs) It's a thing, Kate Brown, it's a thing. (laughs) Dana Brooke Lana Nia Jax Nikki Cross Alexa Bliss and Lacey Evans are all the ones that will be competing and then also keep in mind that those that do not win some of them will be vying for the Elimination Chamber uh, Women's Tag Team Championship match the next month in February but I'll go first if I had to pick uh, a winner For this year's Warrior Rumble um, I'm I'm going to think outside the box And I'm hoping they pull a the trigger on this Because I think she's worthy of it Ember Moon That's my pick So Mr. Brown, who are you thinking?
2: I'm going to think inside the box <laughs> Um They have to have... Well, I'm going to go with Charlotte. She'll fight Rousey. She'll fight Rousey at Mania. Um, I think that Rousey is going to get both Charlotte and Becky Lynch back-to-back. I think that what will happen is that um, Charlotte and Rousey will fight at Mania and Becky will run in and Charlotte will take the belt causing Rousey to go after Becky
1: mm. looks like somebody is uh, really interested in joining that booking segment so <laughs> that's so, a good storyline right there
2: yeah that's what I think happens
1: I respect that and I would like to see that as that's that'd be insane you know as well so KG well, somebody other than Nia Jax because you know that's not happening just be honest be honest with yourself they're not going to get it for us yeah. Do it. You want this win? This could be your deciding win right here. Do
0: not (laughs) go with Nia Jax. This the bad part about it. You're looking on my paper. I had Ember Moon.
1: Shut the front door.
0: No joke. Because all the all the videos she's been posting on social media, everything that's been happening, it's time. Mm -hmm. Never (laughs) go,
2: fool Nia Jax. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Unless it's behind closed doors, um, yeah. Mojo, do not beat me down, Mojo. That's all I'm saying. Even though I probably will knock you out if I can get a shot. So let's let's just put that out there. Um, I like my six foot of small woman any day of the week. Just saying. Oh, just saying. So that that's that's the rumble. And yeah. then almost the entire show. But because it's us anytime we have a guest, there is a nice little thing we kinda want them to do that may seem a little bit unorthodox, but anybody that's listening to us knows that uh KG and I have no problems putting ourselves out there even when we were doing bad impressions and cutting a promo. Oh, so no. Mr. Brown. You have the opportunity to cut a promo in character as Mr. Flash Kick himself, the K-Brown, against anybody. Past, present, and Ricochet, because that is the future. And let him know how you feel as if you were an active WWE superstar going into the Royal Rumble pay-per-view.
2: All right. Well, then... I would like this promo to go out to let me Mr. Kenny Omega.
1: Mm. Mm. Popcorn in hand. Go.
2: You have the once in a lifetime shot to not only prove your greatness in a way That no one has ever seen. But if you decide not to step in a square circle in a WWE ring, you are giving a travesty to everybody that has ever been a wrestling fan. The WWE is a once in a lifetime gig. Even if you came in for a year, not seeing you go up against the best, not seeing AJ Styles get his revenge on you in New Japan is a travesty. So how's about you bring your $5 ass on before I make change and you make it official? Signed the contract. Hopefully, you already did. Come on over to the WWE, if not for a little while, and show us your greatness because the dream matches are plenty where you are concerned because you are the best bout machine, and even if it's for a little while, seeing that, we'll put butts in the seats. And that's all I got to say.
1: I'm with it. There you have it. I appreciate you indulging us in that lovely piece of something. You want to cut a promo, KG? You feeling froggy tonight? Did we lose him? We still got you. Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, you, you, you feel like cutting a promo? Is that something? the spirit moving you?
0: No, no. I'm, you know my voice ain't going to let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to, but I, 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 I'm going to have to sit this round out. I was just checking. I know if,
1: you know, the rock was starting to well up in you. And you wanted to go ahead and and promote your movie, um, Wrestling with Family.
0: And you know he got Hobbs and
1: Shaw too. Hold on now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They just just announced that with him and his uh, uh, his (laughs) oose, Mr. Roman Reigns. So we'll see how that works out. So anything is possible. That'd be interesting, right there. Or we could also call it the Scorpion Scorpion King Sixteen. (laughs) Hakuma Shente One more time Shente (laughs) Like man Millions of people He started a career Off of one line In CGI We all smelt What he was cooking On that one And now he's rich And we're like Can you just give us Six months That's all we're saying Just six months But nah That's awesome So Warrior Rumble Is gonna be phenomenal WWE Network Is always $9.99 a month You do it now You get the Rumble You get Elimination Chamber And all that fun opportunity leading up to the road to WrestleMania that we are thoroughly on. And as so many picks and opportunities and and expectations, I'm happy with the fact that over half or more than half of both uh, Royal Rumble matches are legitimate candidates for winning the Royal Rumble and not. It'd be 15 or 10 and the rest of them are just gimmick people infused in. So we've got some, some great opportunities. It's going to be a long night. So get your Starbucks, get your energy drinks, your monsters, whatever it is. Your B12 pill, whatever you need to make sure that you are ready, willing, and able to be watching every single person that I pick win the World Rumble match. I know you didn't think that I was going to end this show without putting my own self over saying that the people's choice made the people's choices, and I will be right one more time, starting 2019 off with whooping KG, so that way all he can do is just go over and hopefully pick a right pick for the Super Bowl and live off of that victory for a little bit on the other side of the sideline junkies corner, because on the wrestling side, we know I got it every week, and that's that. I'm over. (laughs)
0: <laughs> if you can only, see, you, you could only you. see my face right now
1: oh man if there was a vision board i'm quite sure that my face is right there with about 40 darts as i was saying all that like yep gonna kill him gonna kill him gonna kill him <laughs> but that's what we're here you know we're passionate we talk about wrestling wrestling WCW, WWE, ECW, New Japan, and everything in between Ring of Honor, TNA, and even the Indies, and Lord knows some MCW, so man, that was a lot, with uh, all that said Mr. Brown, we appreciate you being on. Go ahead and tell everybody what you're involved in. I know you're an accomplished writer, so let them know where they can see your thoughts and messaging and all that fun stuff.
2: Oh, man, I get that, too. All right. Um, All right. Anybody listening, y'all can um, take a look at my website, which is imperfectwords.org. It's a lot of stuff talking about a lot of stuff that, you know, get you some brain nourishment, keep you upright. Um, my handle, my Twitter handle is K Mike bro. Um, and, um, I got a little bunch of, bunch of stuff that's already been written. Um, hopefully some stuff that's going to come out there soon, but, um, in the meantime, in the between time, um, you can check back at that website. Um, I try to put stuff up at least once a week and, um, and that's it. Um, I, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. Ooh, you know, I love you. Um, and I love what you're doing, and I just um, appreciate talking wrestling. Um, it's something we've grown, grown up on, man. So um, I, I, I appreciate the opportunity.
1: No problem, no problem. Tell them, to, tell them uh, your website one more time. Oh, they got it.
2: Fixed. Imperfect. I m p e r f e c t words dot org.
1: And with that said. Just because we are who we are and we do what we do, you know you got to be back next week so that way you can hear the victory and we can discuss everybody's picks. So the offer is out there for you to be on the recap show and the post show or the post shows, for on Smackdown from this weekend. We'll be talking about that around the universe. So
2: you want me to be on after I win the picks?
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. See? I don't know if you've been looking on KG's page talking <laughs> about fantasy warfare, but you know, that's you saved that stuff for Vegas <laughs> and, and anything else, but <laughs> we started talking about pick warfare here. You don't want to get in this game, young man. Oh, hey, look, um,
2: <laughs> I I I already got screwed over by so many referees in the, the conference
1: championship games. I Oh yeah, like like was that a close line he just hit him with? Yeah. Oh,
2: we didn't see that. We didn't see that. We didn't see that. Yeah, it's funny. One of the, one of the websites, I don't know if I can say, but um, posted. Yeah, why not? Well, ESPN, it was real interesting. They uh, they showed Madden in Madden the exact same play. Oh, it, my God. The Madden game they called interference. You know that's bad. Oh,
1: you know that's bad.
2: Man, you know that's bad.
1: Stock at EA went through the roof on that one. Like, this. you know, we get it right.
2: We got it right, and, and and all they can say is, yeah, we got the call wrong. Um, my bad.
1: Um, they should do one with Jim Ross is just yelling Stone Cold the entire time. <laughs> no, 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 Jim you killed it. You killed the season. You killed it. My God, is my witness This season is dead <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the refs were heel Something, oh, it was a heel turn
1: right? Oh man So uh, KG, what's going on uh, Tomorrow, the upcoming future From the uh, professional XFL, I mean uh, regular side <laughs> Of the Sideline Junkies XFL commercial Probably a Super Bowl
0: <laughs> Well, we got uh, Pro Bowl tomorrow So I'm going get to get, get together with the fellas and probably hand out a few awards. We still got to do our lost D.C. rings. All the players that played here in D.C., that went elsewhere to win rings. So we got a little something. That's something to chew on for the week, not just tomorrow, for the week. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get a, a special appearance by – The big boss, BJ, who's been on special assignment the past couple of weeks. So we'll get a little something from him. Cool, cool. Yeah, Yeah. big things happening as we make
1: our way to the one-year mark uh, of doing this podcast, so it's pretty exciting for uh, everybody included. So, man, uh, end of January, beginning of February, XFL time. Um, It's going to be pretty exciting as everything just starts to to come to fruition. And then there's basketball and soon-to-be baseball spring training. And the the, the ball never rolls any faster than you can catch up to it because there's always something else on TV to uh, capture our attention. And then in classic ESPN's fashion, you've got bowling and a spelling bee and everything else. So... (laughs) KG, tell them all the places that they can hear our podcast. We'll wrap this up and send everybody home excited and prepared to watch the Royal Rumble
0: and me win. Well, well, I don't know about you winning, but okay. Hater. Uh, Of course, you can hear us right here on Anchor FM, Radio Public Breaker, CastBox, Google Play Podcasts iTunes podcast, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Podchaser, and Podbean. 12 different platforms. Not a a, a problem. It shouldn't be an issue why you're not listening to the Sideline Junkies. Then also, we got SidelineJunkies.com. Oh, and don't forget social media. Twitter, Instagram, Sideline Junkies on Facebook, Sideline Junkies, colon, Podcasts. That's a lot.
1: There's no reason, as he said, not to check us out, not to check out Mr. Brown. And then we will be back next week to cover the recaps of the almighty Royal Rumble on his 32nd year, prepping for the road to WrestleMania, covering the picks. And that's all I'm going to say about it. As you know, I'm just sitting up straight because we know um, and you know. And then uh, <laughs> we will make it happen capping for the the rest of 2019 and and really start talking about what we're going to book going forward into the new year of WWE programming starting with the Monday after WrestleMania. So I appreciate everybody. K Brown, once again, we appreciate you being on for this week. Looking forward to you to do the recap show next week. Hopefully KG, it's always a pleasure to talk to uh, the man of the hour and, Man, what a, what a great show. I know it was a little long, but hey, it's WrestleMania season, baby. It's Warrior Rumble time. That's what we do. We hey, get you, in.
0: You're talking about a little long. What, what, what do you mean? What do we, we, we got the green light, man. Oh, we did? Well, we got hell. the green light.
1: Let's just start talking about Tamina and his straitjacket. <laughs> 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 I only mentioned it one time, but for real, I saw her, 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 her posting all these other pictures of her looking normal and most of the time when you're okay let's just put it out there she went from normal to her super villain costume and that's all I'm saying she could stop a bullet she could stop a speeding train she could stop Nia Jax she could stop the show and all she gotta do is just put some color in it that's all I'm saying just you know can it be Raw versus Smackdown at Survivor Series you put the t-shirt on just
0: something take the straight jacket off I'm done <laughs> It wouldn't be a WrestleManiac show if he didn't talk about a straight jacket.
1: One day she's going to hear this and show up at my door, and I'm be have to like, you know, you are sexy, right? And she's like, you going to take the straight jacket? Yes, ma'am. Then I'd be like, that's the greatest straight jacket ever. I'm getting one to match it.
0: (laughs) And I I can see it now. We'll go from hashtag give Don a chance to hashtag jealous. Yeah, be a mark for that.
2: Keep ma'am, can I have another? <laughs> yeah, for
1: real. I'm going to sell straight jackets on Etsy. Like Everybody get a straight jacket. Come on now. I'd be dazzled and everything, all in black. It looked the same exact thing. Don't even shine. It's just a straight jacket. <laughs> 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 all right. So we appreciate everybody. We're just having some fun at the end of the show. But uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. And I look forward to. Uh, having some fun with you two gentlemen next week as well. Right. Yeah.
0: Have a good night. Have a good night, everybody.
2: All right. Good night, everybody.
0: This has been another Sideline Junkies production sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Junkies out.